Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. This is William Davis, youth pastor at Clay's Mill Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. It's an honor to join you today on the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I believe last week I heard there was 10 states and a couple of foreign countries that had been tuning in to our broadcast. What an honor and a privilege it is to get on this broadcast and discuss working with today's teenagers. I'm so thankful for the youth workers, the Sunday school teachers, the bus captains, the bus workers, and the youth pastors that God has blessed so many churches with that are able to reach and to teach and to help the teenagers of today. It is the teenagers of today that I'm going to discuss on the broadcast. I want to help you today to understand deception. I've been a youth pastor for 12 years. I'd like to say that in the last couple of years, I've noticed deception on the rise. Deception or being deceived, being lied to, uh, being misled by young people has gotten worse and worse, as the Bible says in the book of Timothy. And I just want to help you to understand uh, a little bit of why I believe this takes place. If you think about it, uh, Abraham uh, begat Isaac and lied. Isaac begat Jacob and lied more. And then Jacob, his very name means deceiver. And he was a deceiver and a liar and a cheater. This family developed deceivers. Uh, and obviously, as youth workers, we don't want to develop deceivers. But uh, let me just tell you how they developed deceivers so we can refrain from those things. First of all, the way that you develop a deceiver is this. First of all, lie yourself. Lie yourself. Youth pastor, youth worker, if you are... Uh, uh, a liar or you are one that bends the truth or turns the truth to fit your narrative, then friend, you are going to produce a group of teenagers who do the same, who cover their, their selves and make sure that their wrongdoing is covered by a good lie, a mistruth, a misleading or deception. The Bible says this, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. Uh, he that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. That's Proverbs 12 and Psalms 101. The Lord loathes lying. Uh, telling lies and teaching lies, you will train a bunch of liars. Uh, one of the best ways to reinforce a teen's willingness to bend the truth is to let them see you bend the truth yourself. Um, maybe you uh, uh, tell a, a, a lie to a waiter about your food so you can get more food, or you tell a lie to your mother-in-law because you don't want her to come to your house, and your teenagers hear this or see this, and then they, they think or they are trained then that it's okay to do if it benefits me it's okay to deceive, and that is not what we want to produce. That's how you develop a deceiver. Lie yourself. Second of all, don't honor honesty. Don't honor honesty. 
Uh, many times we'll preach on lying and we'll talk about how bad lying is or deceiving, and that's good. If you haven't done it in a while, do it. Our teenagers need it. They're one way at church, a different way at home, a different way on social media, and we need to make sure that we are uh, letting them know that lying and deceiving is wrong. However, many times while we condemn lying and deceiving, we don't honor those that are truthful and honest. Sometimes it's because we ourselves are deceived. I'll be honest with you. We think this kid is trying and is, and is, and is serving and is walking with God when it's all a deception. Meanwhile, this kid who's always been honest, but they, they, they're just a plotter, they don't have much of a personality, uh, we let them go and they feel unwanted and unappreciated and they begin to think honesty is not the best policy. And so uh, why should our teens be honest if it doesn't uh, uh, benefit them? Um, why, sh why should we uh, say, don't lie, tell the truth, if we honor or bless or encourage those that are lying more than we do those who tell the truth? And so if you want to develop deceivers, lie yourself. Number two, don't honor honesty. Number three, if you want to develop deceivers, take it personal. Take it personal. When a teenager lies to you to protect themselves or to protect a friend, when they deceive you, uh, when they mislead you, take it personal. Think that they don't love you. Think that they don't respect you. Uh, think, why am I even here? This isn't worth it. I'm wasting my time. And let me tell you what you're doing. You, If you do that, you will set that teenager up for future failure. Because listen, youth pastor, you may feel like they don't love you and they don't tell you the truth and that they're dishonest with you and that it's all about you. But now listen, uh, uh, it's not about you. Don't take it personal. They lied to God first. And it's my job as youth pastor and your job as youth pastor to reconcile that relationship first. And if they're right with God, then they will make things right with us and their parents. And so we want to reconcile their relationship with God, not take it personal and think that it's all about us or that they didn't like us or they did it on purpose. And so we want to make sure that we that we don't take it personal. So if you want to develop a deceiver, though, if you want a whole youth group full of liars, listen, lie yourself, don't honor honesty, take it personal, and then fourth of all, make it fake. Make it fake. Let me tell you something, youth pastor. If your teenagers hear you preach and then don't see you practice, you are developing deceivers. The Bible says in James 1, we're to be doers of the word, not just hearers only. He said later on that if you show me your faith by your works, Faith by works. Listen, uh, it's easy to get in a groove where we celebrate our successes and we don't talk about our mistakes, but the Bible teaches that we are sinners in need of salvation. And even when we're saved, we're saved sinners in sinful flesh and we make mistakes. Youth pastor, you've made mistakes this week. Own them. Own them. Don't cover them up. Don't live in hypocrisy. Don't act like you've not done anything wrong or thought anything wrong because that attitude will seep over to your teenagers and they will grow up fake. They will grow up fake. 
We want our teens to be secure with truth that makes them free. That's what the Bible says. The truth shall set you free. I want them to know that, listen, it's not about being fake or having a look about you or having a, a uh, everything, your I's dotted and your T's crossed. It's about your relationship with God and doing everything you can to be the best version of Christ that you can. Now, youth pastor, if you'll lie, if you'll ignore truth, if you'll not honor honesty, if you'll take it personal, if you'll make it fake, you can develop some really dark deceivers in your youth group. When we do that, we can create a family culture and where there's less incentive to be honest and more incentive to lie. We don't want that type of environment. So what can we do? Well, the Bible says in Proverbs 11:3, the integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the per perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. It's up to you and I, youth pastor, youth worker, to be the example of truth. I want to be real with my teenagers. I told my teenagers 12 years ago when I first came, I said, if you'll be 100% real with me, I'll be 100% real with you. I've tried my best to be real with them. I'm going to be honest, not all the teenagers are real with me. But I want them to have an example of realness and truth instead of someone attempting to de develop deceivers. I pray that we'll decide to encourage truth and discourage deception. Thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that the message was a blessing. If you want more, check out yplife.org for games, activities, articles, lessons, the whole nine yards. And until next time, keep serving the next generation.